Good morning and happy new year. The daily text watchword comes from Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Please join me in the unison prayer. Almighty God, we are amazed at how you manifest yourself before us. We thank you that the life and love of Jesus Christ can be experienced by all people. In this new year, Help us to see and cherish the holiness in everyone and everything that you have created. Amen. Once again, and welcome to Edgeboro Moravian Church here this morning. We're 
We are a community dedicated to loving God, growing in Christ, and sharing the Holy Spirit with those around us. Uh, there are many things uh, happening in the life of this congregation. I will share a few, and you will find uh, some more in your bulletins as well. First, later on tonight, uh, confirmation will meet as scheduled at 5 o'clock. And then at 6 o'clock, along with the confirmation class and along with Central's youth group, other junior and senior high youth are invited to come join us as we make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches tonight for uh, the Trinity Soup Kitchen and the Salvation Army. That's at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, a few games will be played and dinner will be provided and will be done by 7.30. As many of you heard by phone or saw online, our Winter Church Council meeting has been rescheduled uh, from today uh, due to a, a technical difficulties that we experienced while uh, trying to uh, uh, put together the information that was going to be shared at that meeting. Uh, this Winter Church Council meeting will now be held on Sunday, January 27th, immediately following worship. That's January 27th. The 2019 Moravian Daily Texts are here and available for purchase. You may have seen on a few slides ago the, uh, the cover picture of the, uh, the Moravian Star for the new Daily Texts. They are on the back table in the back of the sanctuary. Uh, there are also more daily texts in the parlor if we do run out of those. Also on the back table are 2019 watchwords for anyone who would still like to pick a watchword for this new year. Uh, college student care packages are coming up in about a month and a half or so, but in order to prepare for that, we are in need of some information from, from you uh, who know current college students. If you know uh, of any uh, college students who have different addresses while they are away at school and not their home address, uh, please provide those to the church office so that way we can send them a care package right around Valentine's Day. So please uh, provide those, uh, those addresses as soon as you can. Also wanted to remind you about upcoming retreats. The girls retreat at Camp Hope is great for grades three through eight is January 25th through the 27th, and the senior high retreat for grades 9 through age 21 is next weekend, of which I and, and a few others here at Edgeboro will be attending. Registration information for that can be found at camphope.org. So, like I said, there are many other things happening in the life of this community. I would now open it up to any of you who would like to add uh, anything or, or provide a, a new announcement at this time. Oh, you're not pointing, you're holding up, I see. <laughs> Marcia's holding up sugar cake order forms. Uh, uh, they are in the bulletin new this week. Uh, sugar cakes will be made, I believe, in two weeks from now, or roughly two weeks from now. Uh, and so please uh, place those order forms in the uh, uh, in the offering plate as it goes by. Get those up to the office soon. Yes.
Thank you, Beth. And uh, this, this event will be, uh, as, uh, as you have maybe seen in, in e-blasts or newsletters that have gone out before, uh, this, news, uh, this, um, this event will be uh, to, uh, to raise funds for the emerging ministries in this northern province. Uh, Esperanza being one of them, uh, Trickleby Cafe uh, in Milwaukee, you'll hear more about that later on. Uh, and then Common Ground Cafe, the, uh, the coffee shop up in the Canadian district as well. Uh, so this event, uh, with the tickets, all funds will be going towards uh, funding those ministries of the province. And uh, not only doing that, but enjoying a, a great fellowship together, a great dinner together, and some friendly bragging rights over our Moravian neighbors, called Chill Moravian Church. So... Uh, the sign-up sheet that is going around not only has uh, chili entries for this event, but other side dishes and things like that that you can bring as well. Uh, and like Beth said, there's more information on that clipboard as it continues to travel around. You will be able to see that. Thank you, Beth. Yes. In other food news, <laughs> there, there are the last basket of cookies from the Christmas room is out in the north end with an envelope. So if you're, you know, taking enough of those Moravian cookies, please purchase some on the way out. And there's also some baskets of candy and candy canes. We're trying to get rid of the perishable stuff that we can't save for next year. So have, have some candy on your way out or take it to somebody who you know would like. Yeah, don't make me talk about the cookies again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We got a whole lesson about cookies last week, so. <laughs> Is there anything else to, uh, to add or mention at this time? Some, a bear of some sort. Just to be clear, a bear of some sort. Okay. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thank you, Becky. Dare I ask, is there anything else? <laughs> well, we hope that you can join us in the many different activities that are taking place here, whether it be right now or events that are right around the corner as well. Today is a special day in that today is Epiphany Sunday, the day when Jesus was made known to Jews and Gentiles and to all people alike for the first time. And so on this day, we celebrate through the Sacrament of Holy Communion, which we will be partaking in later in this service. Uh, for anyone visiting with us today, please know that the Moravian Church practices open communion, which means that any baptized and confirmed believer in Christ in any church is welcome to partake with us here today. Also today, being the first Sunday of the year, we are installing our elected members of the Board of Elders and the Board of Trustees. 
So at this time, as we move along in our worship service today, I would invite you to please take out the, the yellow insert as we install our leaders together. Jesus Christ was sent by God to be the living expression of God's great love. His life gave witness to the depth of God's grace intended for all the world to know. The Apostle Paul calls the church the body of Christ, the living expression of Jesus in our world today. We are thankful for God's love, the call to be Christ's body in our world today, and the presence of the Holy Spirit to sustain us. At this time, I will name those that have been elected to the joint board. And as I name you, I invite you to please come forward wherever you might fit up here uh, as your name is called. Today, we install from the Board of Elders, Robin Balsai, Val Hoff, Myra Jones, Linda Lindemuth, Mike Long, Andrew Miller, Tom Pfeiffer, and Shannon Swingle. See, the elders are coming from all places. For the trustees, we install today Daryl Bacon, Bill Burkhart, Steve Henning, Sherry Hoff, Tim Jones, Peggy Life, Terry Long, Steve Milheim, and Beth Preddy. I now address the joint board members. You have been called by God and chosen by the people of God for leadership in this congregation. This ministry is a blessing and a responsibility. It recognizes your special gifts and calls you to work among us and for us. In love, we thank you for accepting your obligation and challenge you to offer your best to the Lord, to this congregation, and to our ministry in the world. And so do you this day acknowledge yourself a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ? Will you devote yourselves to the service of God in the world? Will you so live that you enable the Edgeboro congregation to be a people of love and peace? Will you do all in your power to be responsible to the task for which you have been chosen? Let us pray. Almighty God, pour out your spirit upon these your servants who have been given particular ministries within this congregation. Grant them grace to give themselves wholeheartedly in your service. Keep before them the example of our Lord who did not think first of himself, but gave himself for all, 
Let them share his ministry and consecration that they may enter into his joy. Guide them in their work. Reward their faithfulness with the knowledge that through them your purposes are accomplished. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I would ask the congregation to please stand at this time. I am addressing the congregation. Dear friends, rejoice that God provides laborers for the vineyards. Will you do all you can to assist and encourage them in the responsibilities to which they have been called, giving them your cooperation, your counsel, and your prayers? May God bless our ministry together. You may be seated at this time. And join board, I will share the right hand of fellowship with you, and then you can take your seats after that. So, peace be with you this year. 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 Peace be with you. Christ, peace be with you in 2019. Peace of Christ be with you all in 2019.
I would invite any uh, children forward for our children's message, which is actually our joyful noise offering for today. So come on up. We need your help. Okay, take a seat, but don't get too comfy. Now, today's joyful noise offering is going someplace kind of far away to a land of milk and cheese. <laughs> it's going to a state called Wisconsin. Yeah. No, it's not a new state. It's been around for a while. It's been around for a while. I know not many of you have heard of it, but that's where I grew up. So it's been around for as long as I've been alive, anyway. So there's a special ministry in Wisconsin. It's Moravian, and it's kind of a church, but it doesn't really look like... Well, it is a church, but it doesn't look like a church like this. It actually looks more like a restaurant, and it's called the Trickle Bee Cafe, and their logo is a nice little bee on it, like a honeybee, okay? But at this special cafe, not only do they worship there, but they also feed a whole lot of people there, because sometimes people don't have enough money to eat, and they wonder where their next meal is from. And so this place gives them food so that they can eat, and then they have the, the opportunity to help around the kitchen and stuff like that. It's a different kind of restaurant. It's a restaurant church. So we have a video to show you and everybody else so that everybody can know about Trickle Bee Cafe. And this is where our joyful noise offering for today is coming from. Okay? So hang tight. We have a few clicks to navigate here. So Josh, if you would click on video one. This is right from Facebook. Many of you might recognize that person up there, Christy Melby Gibbons, and uh, her, her husband David uh, were here, oh, what, seven, eight years ago, something like that, a little while ago. Uh, but uh, they were here, and they know Edgeboro, and I'm sure many of you remember them quite fondly. They're out in Wisconsin uh, heading up the Trickle Bee Cafe. And so in talking with Christy earlier this week, she sent me these videos. And so we're going to show one now and then play one as we're doing the offering. So we'll play it and then make it full screen up there.
So that's a little bit about Trickle Bee Cafe. So right now we're going to take a joyful noise offering. While we do that, there's going to be some other music playing too. But everybody take a bucket. You know the drill. And go to all places, all aisles, spread out. Spread out and get everyone. This is for Triple B Cafe. Yeah, go ahead and play it. I think we're finishing up, so if you're done, come on up here. Put your buckets back right where you found them. We'll let the music keep going. All right, and before you go back, we're going to say a prayer. give you thanks uh, for the food that we eat and the people that prepare it. And Lord, we are mindful. We remember those people that might not be able to afford food each time that they are hungry. And so we thank you for places like Trickleby Cafe, and we hope that our offering uh, may bless them as they continue to feed people in Wisconsin. So it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you all for helping out. Thank you so much. You guys can go back to your seats. And it was good to see you all today. We now hear our scripture reading for today from the Gospel of Matthew, uh, read by Kay. Matthew 2, 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we have observed his star, 
at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all of the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the hand of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea, for from you shall come a ruler who is a shepherd to my people, Israel. When Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from from them the exact time when the star had appeared, then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warmed in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. So I hope each of your 12 days of Christmas were blessed, because now Christmas is kind of officially over. Epiphany has now begun. Today, January 6th, is set aside to remember when Jesus was first seen by other people. Now, this day is paired with the story of the wise men and their search for Jesus, bowing before him and giving him the gifts that we all know of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, I said Christmas is kind of over on purpose, because even though Epiphany is a new season in and of itself, The wise men are a very popular part of Christmas. So popular, in fact, that they're in every Christmas pageant, nativity scene, and puts around. So popular that we forget all that we don't know about the wise men, and all that the wise men don't know about Jesus. But speaking of popular stories, I'm going to digress for a second. There are stories, books, plays, movies, musicals, that are so popular, maybe so revolutionary, so legendary, that they're labeled as classics. They're famous. They end up being read or performed in high schools across the country. They appear on lists online that are titled something like Top Movies of All Time or 100 Books to Read Before You Die. Now, I haven't tested this claim, but I'm going to make it anyway. And I will say that I am nearly convinced that everyone has a famous title that they haven't seen or read that they're embarrassed to admit. I'm willing to bet that. Because if you do, someone would say, wait a minute, you haven't seen that? You haven't read that ever? Really? Now, I know I have a few of those as well. Some of those books and movies that I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that I have not witnessed or seen or read for myself Now, I'm not sure how high on your list of movies that this particular one is, but I had never seen the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. (laughs) That is until yesterday. 
I know. See, this is why we're embarrassed to admit these things. <laughs> For the record, I'm really glad I saw it. I was entertained. I liked it. But I was also entertained by the fact that Dick Van Dyke's character, is one of the stars of the movie, would go to places he's never met, to people that he's never seen, and sing with them before as if he'd done it a million times, and dance with them before as if he knew all the dances. And here am I, wondering, how did he know that? He just got there. <sighs> he always seemed to know his way around, too. It just kind of frustrated me. And I know that's not realistic. It's to move the story along. My point in bringing all of this up is to say that in order to keep a story going, sometimes we have to assume a character has prior knowledge of something when realistically they wouldn't have a clue. We do that automatically. Because if we had to watch Dick Van Dyke in real time learn about the lay of the land that he was in and the people that he encountered and learn all the lyrics to the songs that he sang and the dances that he did, well, it wouldn't be a very entertaining movie because it'd last forever. So we do these things to keep the story moving along. And we make these assumptions, we do them automatically with the wise men, too. We assume they just know things about Bethlehem and Jesus, but really there are a lot of unknowns. We assume that they knew where they were going all along, when in actuality, they stopped by Herod to ask for directions. They were wise men from the east. They didn't know their way around. They didn't even know the name of the town that they were going to. And we assume that they knew what they would need to be prepared in order to travel to Bethlehem. But what could they have really known, honestly? What could they have known before they traveled? They're, not, they're going to a place that they've never seen before. And we assume that they know what to look for when they get to Bethlehem. But how could they have known to look for a baby in a manger? Babies don't belong in stables. We assume that they know who they are looking for when they get there, and that they would recognize Jesus when they saw him, but they never mentioned Jesus or Mary or Joseph by name. We assume they know how to get back home, but they had to take a different way home, a different unknown, unfamiliar way. There are so many unknowns about this, if you really stop and think about it, you probably begin to wonder, why would the wise men go on this trip at all? Because if you're like me, all of those things that the wise men don't know, you know, those important things about the town that they're going to and who they're looking for and how to get back home, those are all really important things to know about a trip before you ever go on a trip. So why are they taking such a risk going on this journey? The only explanation is that they knew that they were going to meet someone really special. And they did, didn't they? They were right. They met the Savior who was finally on the earth, the Son of God now in human form, the, the shepherd of all people, the ruler of rulers, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one that heals the sick and sets the captives free, the one that dines with tax collectors and unites heaven and earth and fulfills all the prophecies and changes the world and redeems the world. Jesus Christ the Lord, they found him. In the face of all of those unknowns, the wise men journeyed to go see Jesus. What a fitting example 
for us to begin 2019 with. There are 359 days left in this year. There is a lot left to unfold before us. For each of us in this year, there will be joys and achievements to celebrate. There are new people that will be encountered. There, are new, uh, there will be new pains that might be felt. There will be disappointments to face. There might be losses to grieve. There will be twists and turns that we won't see coming. Our lives are not like some movie or book. We don't just know new things and new information automatically. So just like the wise men had no idea what they would face going to Bethlehem, we have no idea what 2019 is going to bring either. But we are reminded that Jesus will be in our future. In the midst of all the twists and turns, we will see Jesus. And so here we are today on this Epiphany Sunday, during the first worship service of the year, being reminded through the gospel, being reminded through Christ's presence in the sacraments, that 2019 could take us anywhere, to all sorts of places and people and emotions and situations, and no matter what's in store for us, Jesus will be there too right there to comfort us, to encourage us, to love us, and to call us, to face all of our unknowns with us right by our side. So may we know all of the blessings that our Savior has for us in 2019 as we face all of these unknowns together, together with each other, and together with our Savior. Amen. We continue now with a, a time to respond to the blessings and promises which God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit gives to us all. And so at this time, let us continue with our worship with this time of offering.
throughout the coming year, directing gifts and resources so that 2019 is filled with blessings for all your children. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We continue our prayers with our own, our own joys and concerns. I have a few to mention and then would invite any of you who feel called and led to share your own prayers with us this morning. First, we uh, keep in mind, uh, we keep in our prayers, Jean Cease. Uh, Jean was taken to the hospital last Saturday uh, where she remains in intensive care. Uh, they, they found a blockage in her intestines made of scar tissue, and uh, she was also developing some signs of pneumonia. However, with all of that, uh, her family is happy to report that she is making steady progress each day as she continues to be in the hospital. We also keep in mind Woody Werner, who was also taken to the hospital last, uh, last Sunday after having troubles breathing. Uh, he came home on Friday with what was believed to be symptoms uh, of COPD. So please keep Woody in your prayers. Also keep Pat Zuli in your prayers. He was hospitalized on Tuesday of this past week with acute bronchitis. Uh, he returned home on Thursday, and while he still has a cough, he reports that he is doing much better. Uh, two others to share. Uh, one, also keep in your prayers Sinette Francis, uh, the former student pastor here, many of you remember. Uh, she will be undergoing a lower abdominal surgery tomorrow at Thomas Jefferson Hospital in Philadelphia. Uh, so please keep both Sinette uh, as well as her husband Garrett in your prayers tomorrow. And also we keep in our prayers the Moravian Church of South Africa in uh, Wuppertal. Uh, they suffered a severe fire uh, last Sunday. Uh, the cause of the fire is still being investigated, but while no lives were lost, uh, Moravians lost a lot of property there. Uh, and more so, keep in mind those impacted by this loss of property. They lost a mission station, uh, a parsonage where a pastor and her family lived, uh, a hostel for school children, uh, a shop, a butchery, uh, the hall that was there, a bakery, guest houses, a restaurant, and 53 homes, leaving 200 members uh, homeless. Uh, the Border World Mission is organizing efforts to raise funds to help with that damage. Uh, one of the easiest ways to contribute is by going to moravianmission.org give. So please keep in your prayers the Moravians of South Africa. So at this time, I will turn to you. How might we be praying for you in the midst of your prayer, joys, or concerns? Yes, Kay. Okay, we'll keep your mom in our prayers. <coughs> Are there others? Yes, Peggy.
Good catch. So we thank you for that reminder, Peggy. Uh, we'll keep uh, Dave and Sharon Bond in our thoughts and prayers as they uh, are in uh, Florida uh, at the moment uh, with, uh, with Sharon's mother and family. Uh, we uh, also keep in our prayers Marianne, who is uh, now out of the office and uh, will be moving her parents tomorrow. Uh, so we'll keep her in mind as well. Thank you, Peggy. Yes. Thank you, Diane. We'll, we'll keep uh, Johnny, Sandra, and your daughter-in-law in our prayers. Rebecca. Rebecca, thank you. I'll say to my sister, Vine, uh, she has ovarian cancer. She's in her prayers. Mm. We'll keep Bonnie in our prayers at this time as uh, she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer recently. Yes. We'll keep Jimmy and Lee in our thoughts and prayers. So we'll keep John and Becky in our prayers. You would know, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Becky. We got you, Andrew. That's all I'm going to say. Or at least your foot. Are there others? Yes, Joe.
And this is why you pray for it, too. So, absolutely. And Jane, you are certainly in our prayers. May your transitions and living be blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of you may know, but if you don't, I'm expecting a grandson in May. And because rowing came so early, um, Ariel is considered high risk and has to go through a whole bunch of other things, including painful shots in order to not have that happen this time. But as we're hit about 24 weeks, so I would ask that you provide her with prayers that this pregnancy could go as well for her. And that I get to meet my grandson in May, not April or March. <laughs> Absolutely. Certainly keep Ariel and, and, and baby in prayer. We'll keep Michelle in prayer. With all of that, joys and concerns that we bring into this room today, let us come to our God in prayer. Loving God, Thank you for being with us in this year. Even though this year is six days old, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your comforting touch. We thank you for being with us in our joys and being our source of joy. And we thank you for being with us and loved ones and acquaintances and many others who are in pain physically, <coughs> mentally, spiritually, or emotionally. Lord, may you give peace, guidance, and wisdom to those who are awaiting a surgery or a diagnosis, to those who are looking for answers to, uh, to their pain or to simply their path in life. We think of those who are uh, taking care of loved ones or patients or other community members. We think of those who are taking care of those who are grieving a time of loss. And we think of those who are grieving at this time, <laughs> grieving not only the loss of a person, but perhaps the losses of homes and communities as well. Lord, may our prayers uh, be felt by the way that we speak to others, the way that we interact to others, with others, and in, in the ways that, that we serve our community. Lord, you have heard the, the many prayers that we have lifted up to you today. All of the joys, all of the concerns. There are, there are many more on our hearts and minds. The, the disappointments that we have, the celebrations, and uh, all of our uh, different anticipations of the many things that could uh, uh, unfold before us in this year. We thank you for your promise, your promise that we see through your Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, to be with us always, to love us and encourage us, to call us and convict us, to show faith, hope, and love to this world. 
Thank you for revealing yourself to us in many different ways. And thank you for listening to our prayers that have been spoken today. Lord, there are many other prayers on our hearts and minds. And so at this time, we, we offer to you not only those, but a time of silence that we might sit in your spirit, to bask in your spirit and welcome your spirit into our hearts. May you know the prayers of our hearts at this time in this moment of silence. Bless and comfort your children here and around the world, we pray. In the name of Jesus, amen. We are almost to our time of Holy Communion, and so to prepare ourselves for that moment, to prepare ourselves to come to our King at our Lord's table. Uh, we sing together a song from our spiral-bound hymn books. Number 34, we have come from foreign lands, knowing that we have a journey just like the wise men once did. And as we sing the song together, I would invite you to please stand.
Please join me in the service for Holy Communion found in the blue booklets on page 27. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. Let us share the right hand of fellowship with one another. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, on this first opportunity to worship here as your body at Edgeboro Moravian Church, we come before your table seeking renewal, to be renewed to see you and hear you in this new year. Lord, as we are in your presence during this sacrament, May you forgive us and show us your mercy for the times in which we do not live up to the holy name of disciple that we bear. We are sorry for not seeing you in others that we meet. We are sorry for not listening to you when your will is different from our own. Thank you for your forgiveness. May we live in your grace, to love others and to serve you and to journey with you in this new year. Lord, we wish to be like you in the examples and the teachings and uh, all of the holiness and divine which you brought to your disciples long ago in the Gospels and which you bring to us today. Lord, we wish to be like you and we wish to speak like you. And so hear us now as we say the prayer that you taught your disciples long ago. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever.
our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, gave, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Please be seated.
Please stand. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. By your divine presence, by the holy sacraments, and by all the merits of your life, sufferings, death, and resurrection. Bless and comfort us, gracious Lord and God. Amen. In the same way, after supper, our Lord Jesus Christ took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Please be seated.
Our Lord Jesus Christ said, drink from this, all of you. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Christ, the Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant to us your peace. Amen. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. Let us share the right hand of fellowship once more. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.